This is the Rich Eisen Show. How about the Cowboys? And the Packers are piling it on the Cowboys. This is one of my most surprises since I've been involved in sport, period. The Rich Eisen Show. This game is over. Oh, the Detroit Lions have won it. We're playing next Sunday back here at home. Earlier on the show, two-time Super Bowl champion and Greenlight podcast host, Chris Long. Coming up, senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number two, the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Greenlight Pod host Chris Long joined us in hour number one. We've got two more playoff games joining us. Uh, well, for us to enjoy, pardon me, coming up later on today on CBS, 4.30 Eastern. They're still digging snow out of Highmark Stadium in western New York. Should be ready for the Bills and the Steelers to play a playoff game that got pushed from Sunday to Monday because of the awful weather that hit western new york and then after that on uh, the worldwide leader and all of their stations uh it'll be the monday night football super wild card weekend finale between the bucks and the eagles and then we'll be talking about it on overreaction monday our podcast tomorrow we didn't want to do the podcast in our usual monday slot and release it during playoff games and not speak about a third of super wild card weekend because it was going on um, so we're going to have the segment today coming up in about 18 minutes time. So there's still lots to overreact to Christopher, I imagine for obviously. Let's okay. Go. DJ Mikey D is in D's nuts is here as well. Good morning, Richard. TJ Jefferson. We gave you a group hug to start the show. I did it work for I you. I feel great. Okay. Go. Oh. He's a liar. <laughs> Why do you want me to feel like I don't. down or sad? I don't. I don't. I mean, it is what it is. Like I, when you already knew the outcome, it, it, Made the end result a little easier. That's a screen grab of uh, us coming to give you a group hug to start the show. You look like you really mean it, Chris. Mike, why are you pa- pausing like you just <laughs> caught like a 20, so 200 happy. pound Marlin? You know, so, I mean, yeah. Mike doesn't want anybody to be caught happy. A foul Rich, ball at a baseball you know? game. Like, yeah, look at me. He, he wanted Michigan yeah. to lose. He wanted Dallas to lose. Well, he doesn't want any of us to be happy. At least Michael Irvin won Pictionary on game day morning oh, yesterday. Yeah. He had that Scooby going for him. Do. That was great. Here's the crazy thing you know, he chose the Packers. Uh, in the picks contest because the day before um, we all chose the Browns oh. to start our picks for the playoffs. Everybody chose the Browns all on camera. So I thought to myself as that we were going down the row, I thought to myself, well, this is going to be used on social media against us. And um, so if it is going to be used against us, we might as well look good. So I said, let's all pose for a picture, but like put it all up on the screen and we're all like, you know, we all posed like we might as well show our best sides if it's going to be used against us. And sure enough, it was used against us, you know? Oh, yeah. And so when we were going down the road and all choosing Dallas, Irv was like, uh uh-uh. Just in the same way, you you had you you got a bad feeling when everyone was choosing the Browns, right? This is all week. Everyone thinks the Browns, man. Not good. Right? So Irv chose the Packers to the point where our, you know, a graphic staff needed a second to change yeah, scramble. Uh. Change the graphic to go underneath Michael's name from the Dallas Star, which we all knew he was gonna choose, to the Packers logo. So this now might linger the rest of the playoffs. If Michael wins the postseason picks contest on game day morning, it could be because he lone wolfed the Packers. Went against his own team. <laughs> yes. 
So wow. that's dirty. That's like that line from Raging Bull. Even if you lose, you win. So <laughs> that seems to be it. Yeah. I know. When you lose, I win. There you go. LeVar, <laughs> right. Even if you lose, you win. Did LeVar know he's quoting Raging Bull when he said that? I guarantee I he did not. Probably not. <laughs> Maybe. I don't want to shortchange. I didn't know it was from Raging Bull nah, until yeah, a couple yeah, of months ago. Yeah, yeah, Joe Pesci's telling his brother, you know, Jake LaMotta, to that, you know, it doesn't matter if you win or lose this fight. It all leads to a championship fight that you got to get. And when you lose, I win. <laughs> so even if you win, you win. Even if you lose, you win. All right. Brendan in Athens, Ohio, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. Hey. Let's take your call. He's up. You there, Brendan? Oh, boy. Sorry, I was muted. Uh, I'm so sorry, sir. What's up? Uh, first off, I just want to say thank you so much for having me. I'm uh, 21 uh, from Ohio, and uh, this is a, a dream of mine to be able to talk to you. Oh, uh, well, isn't that nice? Well, <laughs> we, I guess yeah, dreams so, come true. Uh, What's going on in your mind, Brendan? What's happening? So uh, I'm a uh, lifelong Michigan fan in the second great state, Ohio, Michigan being first. Um, and, uh, you know, this past week has been probably the best <laughs> week as a sports fan in my life. I bet. Uh, you know, I got to watch in Houston with my dad, uh, the Michigan Wolverines, win the national championship while my buddies at Ohio State sat on their couches and watched <laughs> nothing. I mean, they, they weren't watching. <laughs> nothing. But, uh, I'm enjoying you know, this phone and call immensely. I got to immensely. watch my Lions last night go out and – you know, do something they haven't done before, which is, you know, win the game that, you know, they're supposed to win, you know. Uh, in years prior, like, you know, in 2014 with uh, Brandon Pettigrew and Dallas, you know, they never uh, really won those those big games. So I, it's just unbelievable. I can't believe this past week has been crazy. And I just want to hear more about your thoughts of the game. And uh, Sure. You know. All right. Yeah. I will give it to you. Thanks for the call, Brendan. Greatly appreciate that. That's Brendan in Ohio. I I was thinking of folks like Brendan, <laughs> be honest with you, last night, because I know so many Lions fans from my time in Ann Arbor. So many. You know, when they were trying to restore the roar. I I I I remember in ninety in pardon me in eighty seven or eighty eight, the Jets came and played the Lions in the Silverdome, and uh, I went to that game. And when we walked into the Silverdome, I swear to you, they told us take any seat you want. <laughs> I'm serious. That happened. We sat ten rows from the Jet back of behind the Jet sideline. We chose any of them. We chose them right on the 50. Walked in. We didn't buy tickets in the 50. And by the way, but there wasn't, you know, like game time tickets or anything back then. We had to go up to the box office, pick up our tickets, you know, paper tickets, and then hand them to an usher who basically looked at us like, what are you, crazy? Just choose whatever seat you want. I swear to you that happened. That happened. And then, of course, you know, the Wayne Fonts era, the Restore the Roar, which is the last time that they won a, um, a divisional crown in a home playoff game in, in 91, and I was already gone. But, of course, I, I keep in touch with a ton of people from, from my Michigan days, and a handful of them are, are, are diehard Lions fans, and they cannot believe what is happening right now. Didn't they show what an 89 year old gentleman yeah. who's a 66 
year season ticket holder. Yep. And 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 Tarico gave terrific voice. He lives in Ann Arbor. He gives terrific voice. He gave a, a great voice to what folks there are feeling right now. That they cannot believe that the Lions are not only good, but good enough, and also uh, to be feared. To be feared, and and I think Dan Campbell is the personification of that. And you know their quarterback, uh, who here in Los Angeles, kind of put the Bambi in Rams. You know what I mean? And um, and he's got the red ass in him too. I wonder if he's picking that up from his coach a little bit now. You know, I'm sure he's the same guy that he was here in Los Angeles. But the throws he's making, you give him a clean pocket, and then Amon Ross St. Brown. I, I, this is kind of crazy. It's it's kind of like you know when you get fined for a flag you didn't you didn't get called for a penalty but you get fined. He doesn't make the Pro Bowl, but he makes the All Pro list. Okay, sounds good. It's a popularity contest, I guess, for the Pro Bowl. But that's an All Pro wide receiver. I I'm I'm pleased to say, even though I thought the Rams were going to win this game, and they came close. Uh, I'm pleased to say, didn't I tell you last year Amon Ross St. Brown was a top 10 wide receiver in the NFL, and he's now a first-team All-Pro? Sun God. The Sun God is dynamite. And the rest of those receivers, along with Sam Laporta, Jameer Gibbs, they, it, it looked like it was going to be a Gibbs game last night, Man, too. So they got the thunder and the lightning in the backfield. So Montgomery fast. brings the wood, and Gibbs brings the lightning and the line is really stout. And then there's there's my guy. You want to you want to change a culture. And this is what's so cool about the subset and that Venn diagram of Michigan fans in this circle and Lions fans in this circle. They 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 certainly interact. Trust me, there's a lot of Spartan in that fan base as well. That hopefully is enjoying the the week, but not as much as Wolverine fans are right now. But uh, Aiden Hutchinson is a culture changer. Yeah. Michigan, I felt it when he started balling out. A couple of his sacks, as Chris Long pointed out last night, his two sacks were were just touching Stafford when he, you know, yeah, the first one Stafford behind, tripped over his own feet, right? Yeah, and, and then he touched him. Yeah, Cooper was like, "That's a sack for Hutchinson, yeah, Dad." And I'm like, "Yeah, you're for that. right." And he gets credit. And then there was another one where he where he was stumbling for the the uh, the line of scrimmage and fell about a yard short, and yeah. then he touched him there. But the one was again third down last night. Rams are driving. They need a field goal to take a lead. They could play with the clock, kick that field goal, take the lead, and maybe not leave enough time left for Goff. And Hutchinson gets to Stafford to the point where he's held. And that changed a lot of the dynamic, obviously. I'll say this for Rams fans. Puka Nakua was held on that third down attempt to try and get a first. What looked like one of those famed dig routes. He definitely had his jersey, his 17 jersey, yanked. Handful of missed calls in this game. They had a lot going this game, I thought. And so... Um, put it all together though, the Lions came up with that first down when they did get the opportunity to get the ball back and the Rams only had one timeout left. They got two first downs to wrap it. And the Lions move on. And I can only 
think of all those Lions fans that I met on campus all those years ago, right? We talked about how I looked at the Michigan Wolverines championship as a marking of time. My God, <laughs> there was no 97 for Lions fans like there was a split title for me. There was no 97. This is what Dan Campbell had to say about the atmosphere in that building after the game. That is arguably the best environment I've ever been in. That that was absolutely electric. And I think what's crazy is I was coming down for pregame warm-up, and I, you could just feel it. It was humming. The building was humming. And I swear you could feel the electricity down the tunnel from where I was coming down. And it only just grew from there. So, um, man, our fans showed up in a big way. Um, that was clearly – and I thought – Man, for two years now, it's been that building's been rocking. That it was different today. That was a whole nother level, um, which is what the playoffs are all about. So our fans showed up in a big way. They helped us win this game. Nobody's laughing at Dan Campbell's uh, first press conference anymore, right? It's now used mm-hmm. as sort of a well. This is where we learned that he's just a different cat. Because, in all honesty, the Rams took a took a hunk out of him. And then they bit off both their kneecaps at the end. Because that was a physical battle. That was one of my favorite wild card games in a long time. Because Stafford showed up in that environment slinging it. He, when, when he came out with that no-look sidearm, I thought, okay, he's locked. That was after Goff started the, the game with a, what, the first of – three 75-yard touchdown drives to start the game. And the Rams stayed in it, made it 21-17 at half. The margin of difference was the first drive that the Rams had stalled inside the 10-yard line. And that was part of their bugaboo. You remember they lost a game in Cincinnati this year. They, they, there were some red zone problems. We'll talk about the Rams later on. But for the moment, the Lions took Stafford's best punch McVay had some, and and Nakua. Boy, did they take some really tough punches from the Rams. But they wound up doing exactly what Dan Campbell had to say when he first took the gig. And I really thought, this guy's not serious. He's not serious (laughs) people, you know. And and now you got to take him seriously. Because this whole eligible gate thing that you thought was going to cost him a second playoff game at home. Over. That's over. The Packers. You have to thank the Packers for that. In Detroit, isn't that interesting? Strange bedfellows. What the enemy of your enemy is your friend. Correct. So they get one, and it's going to be, you know, pretty wild when we find out who wins tonight's game's got to go to Detroit. And instead, had the Rams won that, tonight's game would have been for the right to host the Rams. Last night, had the Rams pulled it off, tonight's game, the Eagles could have wound up watching the Cowboys get eliminated and still host a playoff game on divisional playoff weekend. We came that close to it. The Rams could have hosted the NFC Championship I know, game. against the Packers. Yeah. That's crazy stuff happens, we're finding out. Yeah. You know, when a seven seed is the first winner in a conference yeah. playoff race. Ugh. In a conference tournament, Sorry, if the TJ. first team to win it is a seven seed... You know, crazy things can happen. They become a step closer to reality. But but the Lions eventually prevailed. And uh, I cannot congratulate all those Michiganders that I met years ago. And honestly, 
the only thing that would be for me is if if the Jets, who, as you know, have not made the playoffs, kids have been born in bar mitzvah since the <laughs> Jets last made the playoffs. And um, and so for me, Michigan winning a national championship and then the Jets winning a playoff game to get one step closer to the Super Bowl, that would have been something. But still, the Jets have been to the playoffs and won a playoff game in the last 30 years. The Lions have not. And to them, I say, congratulations. Soak it in. I'm glad that we got that call. There's a lot of us in the state of Ohio. I'm going to need you in Canton in about eight months. <laughs> Seven months. Uh, is that, yeah. uh, six and change. Yeah. I've got six months and change to get my uh, security plans ready <laughs> for the jacket dinner in Canton, Ohio, as I show up a national champion. Oh, my goodness gracious. They better open a window because it's going to get stuffy in there. Does that Civic Center even have windows? Say it again. Does that Canton Civic Center oh, sure. they even got doors. have windows? Look at that. <laughs> we'll talk about the Michigan situation in a, later on in this hour. His gym is just up the street, apparently. I haven't seen a report that he's here. I just said he was meeting. Apparently he's there. here. Oh, he is here. Interesting. Apparently he's here. Would you go say hi? No, I'd love to. Yeah. Stop in and say, what's up? We'll talk about that as J.J. McCarthy led a host of Michigan uh, Wolverines to their social media accounts to announce that they're parting for the draft. Also funny, while he's here, apparently the Fab Five is together at Chrysler Arena for a game right now for the first time since they played together. Look at us. What? Yeah, there's a picture on right now of... Of Jalen, C. Webb, Jimmy King, and Ray Jackson all on the bench or on the on courtside with Jawan coaching. Right. Well, this is glorious. Well, as you know, we've been waiting that for that for a while. Yeah, shout out out Larry Lage has the. Uh, has so the are you are you serious? I'm serious. Yeah, about 20 minutes ago. Huh. So Michigan wins the national championship in football, has a parade that leads to Chrysler Arena on Saturday night. Yep. Okay. We'll and talk now, about that later. Look at that, together, yeah. look at that photograph later on. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a break <laughs> and uh, more of your phone calls overreaction Monday as well. Albert Breer, top of hour number three with the latest on Harbaugh and what might Jerry Jones be thinking at this moment. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. All right, back here on our show. So Buffalo things got amazing. so out of hand between the Packers and the Cowboys. TJ, you were you second windowed what? You were watching on a second TV what? <laughs> God Godfather two. Godfather part two. Yeah, it was on. It was on it was on TV, right? It was on so TV. you're watching that sound up. Yeah. yeah. And then you're watching the game sound down. You no, I mean, turn down it, it, Burkhart and Olsen. Or, the sound was on, but both? the game was up higher. I, I, have, a, I have a tendency to do that. The game was up higher. Double sound. And I was yeah. getting ready for, let's get them all. Let's hit them all now while we got them up. So it's like me. Frank Pantangeli <laughs> is taking one for the team on one screen. I, I just showed Mike. And then your team was showed, taking it for. It was the scene where Frank was, uh, Frank was in court, right? Mike, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mike was in court. He was in Mike the, was uh, in he court. Was in, yeah. uh, Congress. No, no, he was. He's at the. He's at the hearing. Frank yeah, Pantangeli, yes. right, yeah, for Frank the hearing where, too. where, obviously, Michael yes. Corleone is speaking Michael in front of the Senate committee. Yes, that that scene was. That absolutely. Senator Geary from Utah was supposed to be helpful because he once upon a time got him out of a very tough spot. It was twenty-seven to nothing at that point. Oh boy, I took, a, I took a, a a picture and you could see both of them. As long as you didn't do what Frank did in the tub. No. By the end, spoiler <laughs> alert, <laughs> definitely not. Cowboys fans, there are some people, I mean, the usual oh. social media posts of oh. fan, Why do fans destroy their expensive television sets? I over I, I'm, I'm here for all of them. <laughs> I mean, why? Why? they're so funny. Because you're going nuts. You're so wound up it's anyway. So and you're just like, ah, and you just start punching or, stuff. Or just take, if you want to destroy your television, give it to charity. Don't destroy it. Right. Feel better about yourself. People who then that like your team's lo- losing makes somebody makes somebody's what, 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 life better. What are you, what are you People then like burn their jerseys. <laughs> You're gonna spend you know a hundred dollars on a jersey. Nothing's worse than yeah. skip. Oh, today he was talking about back he took on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, click Granger. Dot com or just stop by. All rise, Terzo in Iowa. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Terzo? What's going on? Hey, what's up, my guys? Uh, happy There's to see you guys back on the air, man. This weekend was a lot of fun to watch Turn the football, up. especially when it was minus 10 degrees out. And we have four-foot snow drifts. And no internet in my office, so I'm working from the from the satellite office, uh, also known as Carl's. Okay. That's where you're doing your caucusing? You're caucusing at Carl's? Is that what you're doing? No, no. no. There's, there's no caucusing for me. Um, okay. I, I, I kind of swing in the other direction, so there's nothing there's nothing for me to be doing at this point. Okay. So, um, I'm just kind of enjoying the day until All we right. get to watch a little football at 3.30. Good to know, Terzo. Um, TJ, I'm going to... 
TJ, I'm going to reach out and I'm going to give you a little hug, my man. Well, give you a little hug. I know I sent out a little welfare check for you yesterday. I, but, I, I heard uh, about that on Twitter. That Thank was, you. That, that, was, that, was, that was tough. That was tough to watch. Um, for me, I like to, you know, I just root for good games. I want to see great football. And, and that, that, was, that, was, that was a tough one to, to watch. But watching Matthew Stafford last night go against Jared Goff, that was exciting. And Stafford, some of those throws that he was making, those arm angles, he is so impressive. And the tight spiral that he has, he's a great quarterback, man. I, I, sometimes I think that it kind of gets lost. And some, uh, you know, some people's narrative, but he, he's, he's quite impressive. Dude, he is. Uh, thanks for the call, Terzo, and I appreciate it. Stay warm, stay, uh, and, you know, stay hydrated as you watch football in Carl's. It's a shout out, Carl's. <laughs> They're in the great state of Iowa. I got to meet my um, lawyer. Where? He's at Carl's. Honestly, you know how the NFL films fame shot of a tight spiral and uh, you widen out. Seriously, tell me who throws a better spiral than Matthew Stafford. Consistently. Jordan Love. Yeah, I mean, he, 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 he's, we're beginning to oh, see that. Man. He's only got foot. he's only got a dozen more years to go yeah, to Staff, match Stafford Stafford's right now. Stafford's at near the top of the list. He, 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 he dude, throws one of the prettiest balls. Matthew Stafford yeah. is no doubt on a Hall of Fame path right now. I fully believe it. He's got statistics for it. He's got a trophy for it. If he gets another trophy, I think we're done, personally. I... I and and yeah, and no doubt he's going to have a he's going to have a lot two, of work. He's gonna be two, one one wide receivers wow. in the Hall of Fame that he threw to right triple crown season for Calvin, yep Cooper Cup triple crown season for him who is his quarterback Puka Nakua sets the rookie receiving record for catches and yards who is his quarterback right he makes the guys around him better he takes the Rams and wins a Super Bowl in his first season there. Good dude, too, man. This is what he had to say after the game last night. It it it, it had to be tough, you know, you know, to to go into this stadium and and try to one and done everybody. There were some boos for him right at the start. Were there some boos, and then they oh, were chanting really? his name I at the that. end. Oh, I saw well, he came running out, and they, there was somebody who was you know screaming boos and Come flipping on. birds. Well, it's, it's not like Bulls fans going to you know Jerry Krause, <laughs> yeah. but you know, I I. I I get it. I I don't know, but but I think at the end they were chanting his name. They were chanting uh, Goff's name. You know, it's just it's unfortunate that his return is in a in a game where now we got to turn our back on you. Sure, which, sure. But this is what he had to say about uh, Goff winning the battle, the first ever playoff battle between two quarterbacks that were traded for one another. It was a good playoff atmosphere. Um, you know, obviously it was a loud crowd. I thought we did a great job communicating the whole day. Um, it was a good playoff atmosphere. They were chanting Garrett's name, and you were booing you. And you were chanting game for him like that? Uh, I don't know. You're testing, testing old man's memory here. Um, but, uh, no, you know, I am – you almost hope they would, right? I mean, the guy's uh, – he's their quarterback. He's playing great. Um, he led them to a win today. I'm happy for him. Um, I thought he played excellent today. Um, he's leading an offense that's playing at a really good clip right now, and, and uh, they should be proud of him. They should be cheering for him. Excuse me? It was a playoff game. You know, I'm not, I'm not surprised that uh, they were excited about cheering for their team. And uh, I'm not too worried about, um, you know, anybody's uh, personal feelings towards me that was sitting in the stands. Look, man, you can't blame him for going into the ownership's office and say, uh, can, you, can, you, can we end this now? Can we go? Can you get me somewhere else? 
after all that time. I mean, if people still harbor any of that ill will, I mean, let's enjoy the the playoff win that you have over him. Uh, you know, and and um, look, twenty five or thirty six, three hundred sixty seven yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions. Good lord, good lord. He looked amazing. Yesterday. He is so good, and I know there's no banners for we were better than anybody thought we would be. <laughs> but the Rams were exactly that. And, um, you know, you could make a case that, you know, this is going to be like less needs first, would you say, with, with Sean McVay, like straight up An actual normal draft, draft you yeah. know what I mean, where they have yeah, yeah. full complement and, and, and they reloaded supposedly when they didn't have enough draft picks and they're supposed to – pay the salary cap reaper they won 10 games and made the playoffs and they knew they've got a, they found another cup their he's, cup runneth over he's better than cooper cup right now i mean dude yeah. although it does look like higby might have blown his knee out because on that hit he took low by the way every i, I will echo what what chris collinsworth said um in the game you, you name any Tight end. Oh yeah. Go high. Don't go. Don't go at my oh, knees. Gronk had been Come saying that years ago. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um. But the Rams have a. They look great. Kyron Williams, the, the offensive wow. line, and the coaches obviously terrific. Great job by nice the Rams this year. Kobe, you guys yeah. thought you you season ticket holders. You know thought that that letter that Kevin Demoff sent out in March was yeah. a white flag. Seemed like, like just hey, hey, we're we're CYAing to you season ticket holders. Yep. We trade Jalen Ramsey, and we're not gonna, you know, hey, stick with us when we stink this year. They made the playoffs, and they damn near beat the yep. second best team, as it looks like in the NFC. In their house. And you mentioned the drafters. They have ten draft picks, dude, coming up this year, including a first rounder. Finally, way so they got a lot of compensatory picks. So they they're they've. Right, because they, they because they hire diverse people yeah. who then get hired. Brad Holmes, yep. the general manager of the team that just beat them. A, a, a perfect example. Yep. Okay, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Let's do this, our podcast version of Overreaction Monday because we didn't want to do it with two NFL playoff games being played while we're recording it and thus not included in that. We're doing that first thing Tuesday morning, meaning... It's kind of old school. Overreaction Monday on a Monday. Oh, on a Monday. Hey. Hey. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction Mondays. Monday. All right, Christopher, how about it? Hey, guys. Everybody good? We're good. TJ, Don't ask him. TJ, I'm sorry. It's all good, baby. Dak has hit his ceiling as Cowboys franchise quarterback. <sighs> I, I I can't sit here and say that's 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 an overreaction. <laughs> I know that's an overreaction. I I I am not going to sit here and say it'll never happen there. I totally get why you're saying <laughs> it. I totally understand I like the guy, that but that come was on. unacceptable. He even admitted he sucked. And that's the words he used, not mine. I'm quoting him. So I I can't sit here and say he'll never do it. I can't. With and Dallas? 
I, go somewhere correct. else. No, Maybe I, he needs a change of scenery. Or or what if Belichick comes in and, and infuses him in a way with a mentality that Garrett nor McCarthy ever did? Just throwing that out there. Dak's going to be 31 this summer. How about a crazy ass? You want to talk about something crazy ass? What if Tomlin shows up there? Now we're talking. Well, I'm just saying, like, because, and I'm, I'm not, this is apropos of nothing or that I know anything. But if the Steelers lose today and many Steelers fans get their wish and Tomlin's free, why in the world wouldn't Dallas say, come on down here? And suddenly he's hit his ceiling. That's what I'm saying. It's just, and, and I'm throwing it out here because we never could have thought last week in the first spin of the coaching carousel would spin that way that would be off its axis. What if Vrabel puts on a cowboy hat? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm just saying. Like, let's, or whatever happens there, McCarthy stays, they dial up the plays, and something else happens where they draft somebody who's so damn special, takes him the distance, and maybe a running back, because Pollard did not provide the punch that I thought it would be. I'm not blaming him. There's enough to go around. I'm just saying that I can't sit here today and say this is a proper, complete and total accurate way of looking at it. So I'll call this an overreaction at the moment. What else? I know you disagree, but I, I got I, it. It's fine. It's fine. You know, Chris, just jump in real quick. Yes, in, please. You're the Cowboy fan. Back in 1999, uh, in 1998, I came to visit L.A. for the first time, fell in love with it, went back home to Pittsburgh. Stayed in Pittsburgh for a year, and I was just not happy. I loved Pittsburgh, but I could sense, man, like I saw something that made me go, maybe I shouldn't, I should be there. And I went and had Chinese food for lunch, and my fortune cookie, which I still have to this day, said, sometimes a change of scenery makes all the difference in the world. And four weeks later, I left Pittsburgh, and I came to L.A. And I'm just saying, I felt this way with Romo. I'm not sure if I'm here with Dak yet, but sometimes a change of scenery does make all the difference. But it reverts back to this. Who do you bring in to replace these people? And that's the problem. Interesting. Trade up to number one. I appreciate one. That, that two cents. Now, just as a little pushback, and then we'll get on. Maybe, just maybe, you were more comfortable in Los Angeles rather than Pittsburgh is because in L.A., no one would say, oh, that's the guy who once sold me my shoes at Foot Locker. <laughs> and they could do that back in Pennsylvania. No, I'd love, I'd love being a Foot Locker, man. Are you tripping? <laughs> I used to get top shelf. I never heard of top shelf liquor. So I went to Chauncey's one night and, and our local pharmaceutical uh, distributor who used to come to the store was like, it's the Foot Locker guys. My bad. Get us top shelf wow. liquor. Derailed. By the way, what I said was an overreaction. Focus. Guys, focus. Focus. What Mike, else? Mike McDaniel's on the hot seat this week. That's crazy. Let's move on. There are definite improvements that can be made. I want to get Kurt Warner on this show. We were talking about this very subject matter that I'm about to broach. Not that McDaniel is on the hot seat, but what he brought up on Twitter is that the concepts that Tua is presented with offensively does not give him a comfort level or a better option when number one is covered. Number two, number three, progressions. He thinks that the, there's still there's an issue with the scheme, which we're not hearing a lot about. So I want to bring him on to give more expert voice to it than I'm giving it while paraphrasing it. And um, so there's room for improvement. And I think McDaniel is smart enough to know that. But yeah, 
two playoff appearances and getting one and done and and different quarterbacks, Skylar Thompson last year, two of this year. How about let's just get it at home and see? I mean, well, they, that, they, that, they had, that they had loss, a chance I know. Have, that loss to, have to have the game. Bills, that loss I mean, to the <laughs> But let's not also, again, they were a shadow of themselves on defense because of Phillips and Chubb getting. Well, they, they didn't lose on Saturday because of the defense. They, they couldn't do anything. Well, it's also negative 30 degrees, and they weren't well, used win, to it. Win your home game. Win your okay. home game. I, I, I don't think he's on the hot seat. What else? Uh, Rasheed Rice is going to be a top 10 wide receiver next year. I like that. I don't think that's an overreaction. I'll take it. I'll take it. He showed up, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Most receiving yards by a Kansas City wide receiver in a playoff game since Tyreek Hill's buck 50 against the Bills in that famed divisional playoff game where they got those 13 seconds they Ooh. needed and then went to overtime and won it. This kid's a ball, and man. he is the uh, he's gotten the most receiving yards of a Kansas City Chiefs, uh, I think, in a Kansas City Chiefs playoff game. Period. Not named Tyreek or Travis. I think that stat is correct. I have it somewhere here, and I'll I'll get it accurately out, while I say that. I'll I'll buy that. I don't know who I'm taking out of the top ten, but I also didn't think Justin Jefferson wouldn't be a top ten receiver this year because of how injured he was. So I'll 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 go buy that. And, uh, and ask you to move on, if let's you don't go, mind. Let's go back to Dallas, where, guys, it's clear. What, what are you laughing about? <laughs> You're just like, move on if you don't mind. No, no, no I'm, I'm, try, I'm, try, I'm just trying to be, I'm, try, I'm trying to be, oh, here it is. Here's the stat. Oh, oh, go ahead. Most receiving yards by Chiefs player of the Patrick Mahomes era. Oh, got it. Not named Tyreek or Travis. So there you have it. What else, Chris? Guys, it's clear that Aaron Rodgers was holding the Packers back his last few years okay. in Green Bay. <laughs> his last few years in Green Bay, he won the MVP twice. Yeah, how'd he do in the playoffs? Stunk, dude. This is a great, great example of what it sounds like to overreact to something. So he's he made Jordan Love made throws that Aaron Rodgers didn't, and thus he was the one holding them back. Did you so, see the touchdown to Romeo Dobbs? Dude, it was beautiful. He did some incredible things. Albert Breer is going to come on in hour number three Breer. and tell some stories about what he heard from behind the scenes about just how good some of these throws were by Jordan Love. He put that in his yeah. MMQB. Rodgers was holding them back in the playoffs but, last but, year. But, 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 Chris, when you say that, so putting Jordan Love in his, his first or second year, he would have made those throws while he's the MVP. Aaron Rodgers is the MVP. Really have been MVP. Oh God, come on, dude. Let's not listen. I'm, 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 I'm up. I'm up for you know um, talking about Rodgers in a critical manner when he deserves it. But that's but he's pretty ridiculous. bad. He was pretty bad in the playoffs his last. Well, years. he he missed some throws. Yeah, that Jordan Love didn't appear to miss. But they, it was an also a tight game. Let's see what happens against the same Niners team. Aaron Rodgers is also doing Rogers. it at home. Let's Aaron Rodgers had home games. Let's and see. Lost. Let's see. Okay. All right. What else? Packers, Lions, NFC Championship game. Book it. Book it. I'm not booking that just yet. I'm not booking it. I think the Lions make the NFC Championship game. I think they win it at home against either one of the teams that are going to show up there. Uh, I I think the Eagles are... uh, 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 They might flip the switch tonight. If they don't, I don't think the Bucs are better than the Lions in that building. And I certainly think that the Eagles are enough, even if they flip a switch that the Lions shut him out. I mean, shut him down, not out. Shut him down and kick him out. So I, I think the NFC Championship game is there. Uh, the pa- I mean, the Niners getting one and done by the Packers is possible. I, I'm not booking it. Book it is an overreaction. What else? 
D'Amico Ryans showed why he should be coach of the year. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. He's terrific. He's been nothing what, short of awesome. What a home run. They've done nothing but hit on all these moves. They've hit on all of it. Yep. Give Casario and obviously the uh, the front office, you know, and, uh, and, and the ownership. Give it up. They identified D'Amico and said, let's go get him. It, it certainly helped what he did in San Francisco in addition to the fact that he's he's a Houston Texan former player and he knows the area and like met his wife there I mean it, it, it was it was an obvious hire I'm glad that they they didn't make it more difficult than it needed to be um but yeah uh, I'll buy that that's not an overreaction okay, at all. We need one more. okay all right we'll get one more all right last one guys uh all right, we're all idiots for thinking the Browns should trade Deshaun and keep Flacco. <laughs> what were we thinking? Yeah, we kind of missed on that one. <laughs> well, the Flacco sauce, man. He it was great. It was we, great. we were it we were great. in on it while it happened. It Guys, great. it was a moment in time. It was so fun. Okay? It, it was. was a moment in time. Ah, it was, it so was. Fun. and to the point where we're ahead. like, how in the world are they going to bring Deshaun back? <laughs> Do I not? Serious people. Yeah, 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 I mean, we were admitting that. I mean, I would say not serious people is better than idiots. I mean, that's a little harsh. That might be an overreaction calling us idiotic. Text-wise, it just fit better on the... I can feel it. <laughs> All right, we missed on that one. I mean, we. It's not we. It's ha- some, However, some however I, will, I will ask this. You know, we're talking about how... Um, some of the worst trades in the history of the NFL are, are afoot these days, yeah. right? Uh, where, where does acquiring Deshaun Watson for a bunch of first-round draft choices and then losing to the team that traded you Deshaun in the playoffs rank while Deshaun is hurt and watching Joe Flacco attempt it and throw back-to-back pick sixes in a playoff game? First guy since Rich Gannon did it in the Super Bowl years ago for the Raiders. Where does that rank? And you don't have a first-round pick again next year, and the uh, Texans still were able to use a first-round pick that you gave them to get up to get Will Anderson (laughs) to go 2-3 and get D'Amico Rines and then look so damn good moving on. Where does does that rank in terms of worst trades? It might be the worst. So Watson's got to come back, and he's got to prove that sense wrong. But we were were off on that one. Yeah, just a little bit. That's not an overreaction. <laughs> Again, overreaction Monday pod. Look for it uh, wherever you get your pods. First thing Tuesday morning, we'll have all six NFL playoff games in our quiver for that. Wherever you get your pods. And then Susie and Amy will have What the Football on Tuesday as well. Albert Breer is going to be joining us top yeah. of hour number three when we come back. More of your phone calls. And then we'll take a look at what's going on in my... Uh, Am I a national champion campus with the head coach Jim Harbaugh perhaps being out here in California talking to the Chargers? It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least 
The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Back here on our show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. I love looking down and seeing all phone lines lit. I mean, Monday after two-thirds divisional round. I like the 2-2-2. Two, two, two. It's, you know, I shouldn't say it's funny because it, it's weather-related. Yeah. Nothing funny about that. No, of course um, not. That next week, there is what happened yesterday, which is a late afternoon playoff game leading into a night game. That's the way it's going to go on Sunday divisional weekend. And it never used to be that way. It used to be a one o'clock Eastern and then the four in the afternoon Eastern until one year, the chiefs and the Steelers one o'clock game got moved to eight o'clock due to weather problems. And I think it showed everyone in the league office. Oh, so we can have a night game on divisional Sunday too. <laughs> right. And right. that's the way it is from now on. Yep. I'm wondering if that is going to be the case this time around. Although I proffer to say CBS would prefer to have a one o'clock Eastern Sunday game than a four thirty Monday. Although today is a holiday. Yeah, that's it's, true. So, and the NBA must be like, really? <laughs> NBA games oh, on right now. I know, NBA you know what I mean? Sixers are playing. Early, yeah. So, um, I don't know. We, we we may find out, like, if, if, if Wild Card Weekend does land on Martin Luther King Monday every single year, having a doubleheader on Monday might be the way to go. Yeah. We'll see. Sometimes, you, what, what is necessity is the mother of invention? That's what they say. So, maybe that's going to happen again. We'll see, but we'll talk about it. We got two games to talk about Tuesday. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free tonight, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you've been hopefully streaming uh, every single Westwood One broadcast of the NFL Live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on your Westwood One affiliate digital platforms. Tonight, Kevin Harlan and Kurt Warner in Tampa 
I'll be in the studio all season, as I've been all season long for Monday night for free. And get in the zone with AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. We'll take some phone calls. Promise you, in hour number three, Albert Breer coming up. But my University of Michigan Wolverines, it was one week ago tonight that they made my world. <laughs> and I've been... Um, I've been enjoying it, honestly. Uh, the the air is fresher. Really, you barely talked about it. Uh, the it's wine amazing. tastes better. Food just explodes in your mouth. It's just great. <laughs> oh God, what is it's great. On? I'm just living my best life. It's so awesome. I'm hearing nothing but just tears, and I'm sending all that. You know the the uh, the the famed uh, uh, GIF. Is it from? Is it from when Harry met Sally, the Billy Crystal handing the box of tissues, you know? Yeah, yeah I think so. Is that what so. it's from? Oh, I've been using that GIF on all the Ohio State fans that have shown up on my timeline, whether it's they've added it me or somehow it winds up in my time. I'm really enjoying it. It's just great. It's it's awesome. And and it's sure, yeah, I'm seeing all the stuff about, you know, J.J. McCarthy's going pro and so many others are and and what does that mean for Michigan next year? I'll deal with that then. And and then there's my coach. They had a parade down State Street on Saturday, and then they met at Chrysler Arena and had an event Chrysler Arena at night. And I know Jim's apparently out here talking to the Chargers today, and if that's what he wants, then God bless him. He raised the banner. We've got the banner forever. He's made my life. As an 18-year-old in college, as my first quarterback, and now a 54-year-old man, father of three, I've, this is great. If that's what he wants. If he wants to stay, now this is where it leads me to stop and pause because the athletic director, Ward Manuel, another former Bo Schembechler player, when the crowd was chanting at Harbaugh 10 more years on Saturday night in Whoa. Chrysler Arena. <laughs> wow. 10 more years. Ward Manuel, the athletic director, stepped up, pointed to Harbaugh, who sat just a few feet away from where he was standing, according to the Detroit News, and said, quote, I'm working on getting this man a new contract. I promise you that. Now, that was interesting phrasing. What do you mean by getting him a new contract? Because I would think one would be just sitting there for him to sign. Like, hey, Jim, money's good. Everything, all the other terms are good. Um, you want to stay... Great, there it is. Sign there. The only thing we can't give you is a Lombardi trophy. If that's what you want to chase and add to your case, then 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 obviously that's not in the contract. Which leads me to believe: Are they still working on terms? Are they still hammering something out? Is that why Jim may be out here to to show like I'm Trump about emoji. to leave if you don't give me what I want? What does that mean? I'm yeah, working on getting this man a new contract. Is there somebody who's year. pushing back at you know and on the board of regents or somewhere else? So I didn't get that sense when I saw a bunch of them at the Rose Bowl a couple weeks ago. Oh my god. I don't think anybody knows what this guy's thinking. I don't know. Here's what here's where I'm going. I'm gonna stay positive. Okay. And I'm gonna say this. Because if you had told me that within the span of 48 hours, Chrysler Arena would be home to, on a Saturday, a national championship celebratory gathering. And then on Monday would be 
the entire Fab Fives back in the building. Look at this photograph. That's so awesome. Ray Jackson, Jimmy King. Look at C-Webb and his Michigan hat, his winter cap, his, and Jalen sitting behind Jawan Howard as he's coaching Michigan against Ohio State. That's crazy. In. I'm all in on this. So what's happening in my world? I don't know what's happening in my world. You're doing something right, man. I, I'm just... Because that's a that's a great moment. It's just a, a hoops fan from back then. The yeah. Fab Five, what they meant to the Look culture back and the and the uniforms. As I got to ask all those guys about their shorts to see them finally put aside yes. whatever beef they had. Man, it's super necessary. Jalen sitting next to C Web. Yeah, I'd love that. This is amazing. I'm so glad that that, that they cat, they got together and did that. Man, I can't believe it. Way past in that. Chrysler Arena. Two days after Harbaugh brings a national championship trophy in there. What the hell's happening? This is the great, like, we're riding the wave right I now. Feel, I feel like every single time <laughs> I, I see Taylor all the time, my daughter. I would hope she's so. Now, she's now 10. That's every crazy. single time I look at her, like you just say, that's crazy. Imagine being her dad, right? <laughs> I, I take a look 10. at her. She looks older every day. I look, her, I look at her and I go, freeze, freeze. You must freeze. Stop. And she looks at me and she goes, too late not going to happen and just keeps walking i kind of feel like i want to do this moment right freeze yep. jim's still the coach at michigan the fab fives in chrysler arena freeze yep. no are they still moving are you watching the game uh we just put it on it's on big fox okay right here you go all right are you all right being here mike I mean, I'm working the next oh, no, few days. Oh, no, no, are you fine? Uh, are you slumming purpose. with us? Are you slumming with no. us? Well, you just made it sound like, oh, no, I don't worry. I'll be back off. there tomorrow. I took today off on purpose. I like Mondays oh. after playoff games. Oh, okay. I'm See? so glad. See? We're so lucky. Oh, I took today off from basketball, oh. and I love to mix. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. I love to mix. Appreciate it. By the way, I love to mix, too. I love to mix. You know what I love to mix? I love to mix my national championship yeah, with my Fab Five. I like to mix them. Uh, I love getting a mix. As you should. Woo! And Albert Breer is about to join us. Breer. Oh. Breer's probably watching this. Which one? Oh, yeah, Ohio State. Yeah, 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 Ohio State's winning right now, actually. Oh, really? With uh, seven to go. You know what? I'll take November yeah, over, I mean. uh, over January, with all due respect. Well, that's pretty cool. The Fab Five is in the building, yeah, man. That's awesome. Okay. And so is Mike Del Tufo. Seriously, <laughs> little piece of you, little piece of you, wishes you were fading that thing, right? This is completely BS. This is shame. <laughs> this is shame. This is shame I'm here. <laughs> Great use of the Darko drop. <laughs> This is Sorry, I didn't mean. I didn't mean. How great is that? We're ranked now. How great is that? By the way, how great is that? Or it's not so great. I mean, guess we should know ourselves. But we're sitting here going, they only find him twenty five grand for that. Maybe it's because they gave him a discount because of how right he was to complain about that. And then <laughs> Chris Mannix that. comes and goes, no, that's the max. That's the max. Yeah, they actually. That's got the max. max. <laughs> Unless he literally like once upon a time in Hollywood blow torches the place. They <laughs> he, they can't find him more than twenty five thousand. You know, oh my goodness gracious, what a world we're living this in. This is BS. This is BS. Oh, outrageous. That is a great drop. This is completely BS. This is shame. This is shame. And and, and the and, and and I love the the screen grab too. Outrageous. He's like really feeling it. This is where he's telling you Scotty Barnes is the face of the NBA. <laughs> What's that? Okay. I think that is outrageous. What's up is the Fab Fives together right now in Chrysler Arena two days after they brought a national championship in football trophy in there.